pop culture questions only one podcast knows. Nerds that know. Rated R. Hello, nerd universe. We are back again because we never go away. Uh, no, because it, it's it's Wednesday again, and we try to do this once a week when we can. Uh, tonight, you just have uh, Duchess Bobby, Goldagoon, and the Tank. Uh, Smurf is somewhere under a mushroom or a bridge or doing something inappropriate with someone he probably shouldn't be doing it with. Uh, so more power to you, Smurf. Uh, I hope we get to see it on your OnlyFans. And uh, the King Goon... He's in timeout. Uh, ...is <laughs> drinking his way across the state of Texas. Yeah, he's in timeout currently. Again? Yeah. yeah, it's easy to get in timeout when you're in Texas. They don't like you peeing on, like, national historical treasures. And he may have found, like, a Walker, Texas Ranger statue. So, Is it a new one? Because that would be disadvantageous. Uh, on Jared Padalecki. <laughs> yeah, considering the news that broke this week. <laughs> that is the perfect like intro yeah. into that, yeah, though. Right. <laughs> I think uh, it's just Chuck Norris's beard that he beat on, to be honest with you. <laughs> they don't take kindly to that. No, no, not so much. Uh, but speaking of Walker, Texas, yes, uh, and Jared Padalecki, uh, yeah. news has broken this week that Jared Padalecki will be leaving Walker uh, after season two to go over to the boys for season four because he misses Jensen Eccles. And, Wait, and I get it. Like, after 15 seasons of working together, right? <laughs> Like, they're each other's children's godparents. Oh, yeah. They're best friends. You know, like, they, they met their wives making Supernatural. Yeah, they both killed Jared's wife on that show. Yeah, which apparently she likes to bring up when they're having arguments. <laughs> well, that's a that's a, that's an ace, uh, a hidden ace every single time. It's like, you killed me. You killed me. <laughs> and enjoyed it. Like, this is not my fault. This is just what happens when you kill your wife. So, uh, but yeah, he's leaving Walker, which is, it was a show that was specifically made for him. They revitalized, rebooted the series for Jared Padalecki, and apparently, two seasons was long enough, and he no longer wants to be a Texas Ranger. Well, I, I think it has nothing to do with the fact that he no longer wants to be the Texas Ranger. I think it has everything to do with the fact that he misses Jensen Eccles. Um, and on the boys, you get to swear and blow shit up. Yeah, but in, in the same context, couldn't you do both? He's not doing, it's not like he's doing 15 movies and a bunch of TV shows. He's making one show. Yeah, I see no reason why he couldn't do both, especially yeah. since, um, you know, they seem to be airing on completely different platforms uh, and at different times. 
Well, and and Walker seems like a really easy shoot. Like it's it's on a desert studio set in California. It seems like a really easy, isn't it? Like it's that seems like an easy shoot for him. Like he could, you would would think so. Yeah, you could knock out a season and within a couple months, I'm assuming. I don't know, but I mean, good for them, I guess. Hopefully, I'm trying to figure out who. I got it. If they're bringing him in, I'd want to know. I I hope he's Tech Knight. Well, they have not yet said who he's going to be. If I I want him to be Tech Knight, that would be pretty awesome, actually. He's an ear fucker. (laughs) That that just makes me think of scary movie. (laughs) Or no, no, it was uh, not another teen movie. Yeah, I was gonna say that was the wrong. No, that happened in scary movie. Remember the the bathroom door? Ray gets his ear fucked. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Was it the first one or was it one of the eight hundred sequels? It was either the first one or the second one. I can't remember. Yeah, because I distinctly remember, like, you know, the glory hole going into somebody's ear. Yeah, they're in the random bathroom, and he puts his ear up against the hole, and then someone sticks their dick through it. Yeah. (laughs) Right before getting the knife through the... (laughs) But I was thinking that that was Scary Movie. It Um, was. It was Scary Movie. I want to say it was two. Plus, let's talk about it. Walker is so 2020. We're in 2022, almost 2023 now. Yeah. We're working on Jogger here pretty quick. <laughs> really? Really? Bad dad jokes? Thanks, laughing. Hashtag. Because <laughs> I'm a dad. <laughs> I'm a dad, and I wouldn't even tell a joke like that. That's why it's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, Today we sold some Pokemon cards. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, it's just do, a lot of the bulk stuff. Do so meant uh, going out to Commerce City, and I did so with Mama Toaster. So shout out to Toaster Town, uh, and Crouton and Crumb. They're four year old and they're two and a half year old. Mm-hmm. And they told me their current favorite joke. Uh-oh. Why do bananas? Walk on bananas to cross the banana bridge so they can eat the bananas. That's horrifying cannibalism. All right. That's what I said. But I heard that joke for a solid mm. 20 minutes stuck in traffic. Oh, by the way, there was a uh, speakered part of that conversation. And apparently, I am not allowed to get store credit for the cards that I bought, (laughs) which is an absolutely great call. (laughs) What happened? Yeah, the the guy that was selling, uh, that we sold the cards to, is like, okay, uh, you can either get store credit for these, or I'll give you cashy money. And I was Mm. like, uh, my fiance doesn't get that choice. Mm. We just take the monies. Mm. And the guy's like, but but there's so many cards and he could have so much. I was like, no, stop right now. We're we are not having this discussion. There is a wedding to pay for, bitches. Yeah, and you 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 have to be a little bit proud of me because Astral Radiance for your sales are already on Pokemon Center. I'm yep. surprised. I was that. like, 
this close to buying a booster box and a couple of ETBs today. <laughs> Do it. It makes you happy. If you buy a booster box and like one or two ETBs, that doesn't bother me. It's when you buy get the... like Go ahead. Oh, toaster. Toaster, I love you, man. But dude, do you have a problem with Pokemon cards? I wouldn't buy the booster boxes from Pokemon Center. They charge too much. ETBs yeah. are in line, but the, their I booster boxes, boxes they sell for $25 to $30 over market. Booster boxes that you get two extra packs. The the booster boxes are the same number. It's 36 packs. It's the mm-hmm. ETBs that they, you get 10 packs instead of eight. Mm-hmm. That's why it's worth it to pay for the ETBs. You usually get some kind of exclusive thing that's not in the retail version. Did that with the booster it? boxes? It's there is no difference. Oh, I did not. It's still in the car. <laughs> oh yeah, it's still in the car. I got a uh, Japanese uh, from Toaster. I got a Japanese um, looks like nineteen ninety six Slowpoke. That's mm. a PSA one grade. Which is pretty impressive because they don't usually grade anything that's lower than a three or a four. And well, they'll you grade it, but it's hard to get that low and it still be intact. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this this card uh, he sent me the grading profile of it. This card is the only one of its kind. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it's such a derpy card, but I love Slowpoke so much. <laughs> oh, I got I got a Pokemon thing this week. Actually, what'd you get? Ooh. Oh, that would be a French Brilliant Stars. Yeah, uh, Old Dagoon has one of those waiting for him out at. Yes, he does. <laughs> Mom and Daddy's. I'm I'm really mm-hmm. debating on whether or not I want to rip that or just keep it in the package. I make See, I'm just gonna leave it. I have Brilliant Stars boxes right here. I don't. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm keeping this yeah. because it's from France, right? When, exactly. When I got you the Japanese ones, you opened one and I, kept the other. Yeah, there were two. There were three four card packs, and I mm-hmm. opened two of them and kept the other one sealed. So, oh, that's kind of cool. And I still have a Brilliant Stars ETB that I haven't opened that I probably won't. I've got two currently. And I got some uh, Shining Fates ETBs this week. We opened two of them. Got some pretty cool stuff out of it. I've got two of those. I'm trying to get a. I'm trying to get one of those drops that they've had at Walmart and Target recently. I want to grab a couple of those Darkness Ablaze ones. Yeah, it's. I mean, you have to be. I check keep out missing them. Yeah, you have to. You have to know when they're dropping them. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I've, I've missed out on multiple drops in the last two weeks. It's but they got darkness of blaze drops, and I'm like, damn it! It is so for, cutthroat. It is crazy for forty bucks a piece still for darkness of blaze. I'm like, that's that's not terrible. crazy low right now yeah. for darkness of blaze. But all right, that's enough Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a lot of Pokemon coming up in roughly eight months, so yep. we're good for now. Yep. Yeah, well, and then we'll have much Pokemon to discuss uh, in September, if not sooner, uh, because we'll be at All Seas. Um, yes. 
Yes. Because uh, Toaster, Goldagoon, and Tank will be getting a shared table space. So Knox Nostalgic Collectibles and uh, Toaster Town. LLC. LLC. <laughs> and uh, whatever the hell I want to call what I'm doing. <laughs> and Mark will be there under the banner of Purple Cat LLC because that one already exists and is in good standing with the IRS. Yeah, I'll be um, bringing some interesting stuff for that. Yeah, so I'm already starting to pack up on stuff. Viewers, if might know these, oh wow, run blind boxes. I have picked up a few. In preparation for that in September already, so yeah, we've already started uh, putting stuff together for that. There's a whole shelf in the toaster garage just yeah. for the All Seas event. Yeah, so I got some there. Some Pokemon, some sports cards, some comic books, video games. I'm already building up a nice little collection of stuff just for September. So yeah, we'll have some Funko Pops. Yep, I'll probably have right. some other magic cards, all that kind of stuff. So, all right. What else is going on in current events of of the nerddom? And that is Moon Knight came out last week. It was so good. I've heard too many people take a dump on this show, and I don't get why. They're like, it's so slow moving. It's so blah, blah, blah. It's so boring. I'm like, no, it's not. Are you watching what's happening during these like these weird scenes, there's just weird stuff happening all constantly throughout the whole show. And I'm like, it's brilliant how they're setting yeah. the story up. And yeah, that, that's exactly right, Tank. Because they, they do an awesome job in this episode. I guarantee you there's not going to be another episode like this. Because you have to have, you have, you have to establish that Steven slash Marcos is, or Mark, is yeah. an absolutely insane person. You have yeah. to establish that he is a notified loony. And yeah, we have no idea what scene is him, what scene is yeah. a dream, what scene is Mark. We yeah. have no idea. Right, and which which Egyptian god is talking to him at which time. And mm-hmm. You have to have that established in order to get what Moon Knight is all about. Otherwise, it just comes across as less funny Deadpool, you know, uh, or, you know, like Deadpool, Punisher type thing. And there's actually some... Uh, Punisher comics with Moon Knight where they actually go after each other. And uh, th- there's a really famous meme that's actually a real Moon Knight comic strip. And yes. you know exactly what I'm talking about. I do and know what you're talking about. <laughs> Punisher and Moon Knight. And he's like, hey, you still crazy? Yeah. How are your dead parents? <laughs> and that's a real comic strip. But you have to establish that Steven slash Mark is an absolute basket case. And well, the one they've been showing is the Deadpool one with him talking to Deadpool. What's up, Mark? I'm not Mark. I'm Steve. Oh, what's up, Steve? I'm not Steve anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and o- Oscar Isaac just nails it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So the, the casting good. is really good. So good. So no, I went into Moon Knight not knowing any of the source material. Um, that's and, a good thing to be honest yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was a little confused in parts that Mark was really excited about but all in all I really enjoyed it 
And I'm super looking forward to watching more of it. It is such a different story to tell. Yeah. It's not the classic woe is me superhero or just the, you know, badass Superman superhero. He is the ultimate antithesis of a superhero. He doesn't know he's a superhero, you know? Um, yeah, he has no idea who he is. No, no. And you, you figure that out very quickly that he's trying to, you know, he's trying to figure out what the hell is going on in his head. He has no idea he's missing three days out of the week. And, oh, my God, it's just so well played. Well, and I love how, because the, for the longest time, and it's still somewhat of a thing that happens, people say he's he's Marvel's version of Batman. That's always been the the cross to bear for Moon Knight because they have some similarities in the comic right. books. Right. Yeah, but I feel um, like Iron Man is way more Batman. Same here. I've always thought that Iron Man is Batman, basically. Uh, just with a different kind of suit. Yeah. <laughs> different kind of suit and different kind of intelligence, but very similar people. Uh-huh. Um, but this episode, they step, episode one, they established this isn't Batman. It's not yeah. the same thing at all. Oh, no, no. He is he is a body inside of a body that is controlled by another body, and you get that right away. And he doesn't have like you know the the backstory of dead parents or anything like that. This is a completely different superhero. Well, like that whole bit with the scarab. Oh yeah, that oh, was yeah. Awesome. Right? the street yeah. fight. Yeah, <laughs> I love you know? that. or when he's like, "Okay, here you go," and then like his arm, he's like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> yeah. Idiot! You're not doing that. Fight! (laughs) Do not dare give away the scarab. (laughs) And I love it how they follow that 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 thought process and this almost dreamlike state that he exists in when he's walking through the museum and you see the reflection on the mirrors stop when Mm -hmm. he's continuing to move forward. So they're telling you there is more than one person here now. Yeah. Yep. It's very like it's pronounced but subtle, mm-hmm. with like little things that happen. Well, and even when they tried to do, they tried to test him. When uh, um, Ethan Hawke's character tries to test him, you have chaos inside of you. Yeah, you can't test him. He there because who he doesn't know who he's judging. He's judging multiple people at the same time. Essentially, well, and then some of the criticism I've seen is that. The uh, the voice is like the symbiote from um, uh, Venom. Yeah, and I get that. Venom is actually kind of a comically hilarious character in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think people are wanting the Egyptian god, which you don't know he's an Egyptian god yet, if you don't no. know any of the source material. Yeah, That's if you know the source material, then you know who Khonshu is. If right. not, you don't know what's going on. You just know that there's a another person inside his head talking to him. Yeah. But you know, the, the venom thing, you know, the, the symbiote is hilarious and he's in the movies, they make him more slapstick hilarious than he actually is in the comic books. Oh yeah. He's way more dangerous in the comic books. Yeah. And the, the Egyptian God is an Egyptian God. (laughs) Like it's, it's two completely different ballparks. So that, that criticism of, Oh, it's just like venom. No, it's nothing like Venom. This is a completely no. different story. I can understand if you're if you have no idea about the source material and your only knowledge of these characters is the movies and the TV show, then I could understand maybe you're like, oh, just another guy getting talked to by, you know, 
somebody who's controlling intelligence. Yeah. Right. But it's a different kind of thing because he's in control. Eddie Brock is always in control. Yeah. He can kick the symbiote symbiote out whenever he feels like it. Yeah. And in this case, no idea. Has no idea what's going on. He just knows that he just vanishes and comes up in a dream stage and. You know, he's got the duct tape on the door and the sand around the bed. He just knows he's reset, which means one of his people knows how to reset the the room Mm -hmm. when he wakes up in the morning. Yep. So that's I'm loving it. I I I think it's such an interesting variation of that story, and they're focusing on the what we're kind of being told is a mental illness that this guy has. Right. I'm interested to see what happens. And it's very, you know, they don't talk about it much, but they make Mm -hmm. mention of it. I'm interested to see what happens with the fish. (laughs) Kind of a fun. It's so random. Yeah. The fish (laughs) just like grows his fin back. You know, it's a different fish, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It has to be a different fish. (laughs) Just like I told you when you came in yesterday. Yeah. It's a different fish. The fish doesn't just grow a fin back. Right. <laughs> well, and that's his whole point. Mm-hmm. He's actually very upset that his fish is no yeah. longer a, a one he's fin. Really one con- more than upset about the fish itself, he's confused. Like, how <laughs> the hell did the fish grow its fin back and I not notice? How did that happen? <laughs> I love when he wakes up in the field though, and his jaws jacked up. He had to pop it back into place and figure out what, how he ended up there. Oh, oh I actually had to turn away from the screen and like, like, like do one of these oh, numbers when he had to put it back in place. Yes. Yeah. Like you can blow shit up. Like you, you can cut some dude's head off, and I'm chill. Right? You pop a joint back into place. I'm sorry, I get queasy. Oh, well, in, my, in my spare time, I watch a lot of judo and stuff and jujitsu <laughs> fight, and that happens so regularly. I saw one today though that that stopped me momentarily. I was like, "Oh, was this, this girl got her elbow popped out of out of socket," and I was like, "Whoa!" No, thank you. No, we'll tell you too. Sound like someone chopping wood. It just and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, fuck!" That is not a fun sound. Well, between uh, cheerleading and wrestling, you know, and, and everything else uh, in high school for me and my sisters, like joints getting popped back into place was a normal thing, oh, yeah. you know. But the sound of a bone breaking and then popping through skin—that's one that never leaves you. That one's an interesting one. That one's one you don't hear often. I've heard that twice, and it's pretty. That sounds gnarlier than just a bone breaking or a thing going out of joint. Yeah. When it's actually like a compound fracture, that's a brutal sound. Yeah, it was uh, baby sister's eighth grade year. She was uh, on the wrestling team. Yeah, when she broke that dude's arm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you can see, like, <laughs> just just his his forearm and like the bone is up. Through, oh my god! So that's the kind oh. of stuff that my dad likes. He loves watching them, the gruesome sports injuries. We have that on video. Oh man, he'd love. Oh, that it. sounds like a that guy's fault issue, not. Oh, it no. was completely that guy's fault because he put his arm backwards 
to try to you know brace himself to oh not get yeah you don't kind of catch yourself with your your limbs just take it on the back or the chest you'll be okay don't don't try and catch your weight yeah never try and catch your weight okay let's change topics entirely from the bone popping uh and go over to uh uh dc and batman uh has a series that'll be coming out they've set the release date for i believe it is spring of next year yeah it's may there you go um so the audio adventure of the creator is coming out on spotify may 5th uh and batman is played or voiced by winston duke See, I thought you said you were getting away from bone popping. Winston Duke, I mean. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But yes, we have Winston Duke in a narrative story of Batman called Batman Unburied. Where he will be playing the titular Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Um, and this is a, a script written by uh, the same guy who did the screenplay for Batman Begins and Batman versus Superman. Yep. So people should, in theory, uh, uh, Batman, especially Batman Beyond, has such a huge cult following that I'm assuming this is going to get a decent amount of traction once it actually hits. I didn't watch very much of Batman Beyond when it was out. I watched a little bit and I liked it. Oh, you know, this is Batman Begins, right? Oh, it's Goyer. So it's Batman Begins. Right. Oh, not Batman Beyond. Okay. Yeah, not no, Batman, Batman Beyond. Begins and then Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. So this yeah, is this those. guy's third Batman. Yeah, that. Dawn oof. of Justice was not good. <laughs> Batman Begins was amazing. Batman Begins Bat- was great. Yeah. But Bat- Batman Dawn of Justice was less than impressive. There's multiple reasons that movie did not work. Ben Affleck? No, because I can't blame it on Ben Affleck. He he gets he catches a lot of shit for his Batman stuff, but he was actually pretty good. Especially as Bruce Wayne. He was really good as Bruce Wayne. He's very good as Bruce Wayne. Uh, and anybody is better than Clooney as Batman. Yeah. I'll give yeah. you that. I, yeah. If we were to rank Batman's from worst on up, Clooney is definitely my least favorite Batman. And not just because his movie sucked. No, he wasn't a good Batman. But, I mean, since they're taking and doing it as a narrative, which is pretty cool. I actually like that this is kind of becoming a thing again when they're doing these narrative stories. You know, you don't have to make a, you know, spend millions of dollars on video production. You can just tell a story that's interesting. It's kind of cool to do, to do it in this method. It, it's honest. kind of like the old radio shows. Exactly. Right. It's, Which uh, if, go ahead. No, no go ahead. I was just going to say, it, it reminds me of like the Sarah Jane Smith stuff with Doctor Who. And there's a lot of audio adventures with Doctor Who where they fill in the gaps on like, you know, the the 
ninth doctor and the eighth doctor and the seventh doctor who don't really get a lot of airtime. So they're going back and telling some in-between stories on those. They come out with those book, those uh, basically graphic novels that are long podcasts, you know, two or three times a year, and they're awesome. Um, and yeah. plus, there's so many people that listen to podcasts now, like just doing work. It's just that's a natural what I do. Question, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm usually doing is listen to podcasts when I'm working. Whenever I get a chance, I'll you know just throw something on I haven't heard yet. So that this definitely gets my attention. So, oh. yeah, uh, you little bit. I was going to say something on the Doctor Who front. We just covered uh, that. Was it earlier this year? Or was it end of last year? Are you talking about when they did the story with uh, Eccleston? Yeah, I believe that was the end of last year. It all of the twenty twenties. Yeah. It's all kind of one long year that stretched out over the last two and a half at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and then on the podcast front, uh, My Brother is an Idiot, the show featuring Gold Goon and King Goon, as well as uh, two other members of their family. Tank got a special call out on the show that was just released earlier this week. Oh, yeah. So, because will uh, occasionally guest host or guest star, as it were, on that podcast. And I have not caught that episode yet. It's on. Uh, when uh, did it? Yeah, it it released yeah. yesterday, yeah, Monday. Two, it, it was Sunday night or Monday morning. Okay. Uh, I will tell you that uh, producer dipshits basketball takes are probably the greatest thing we've ever done. Uh, I I laughed so hard I almost peed myself. Are they problematic or are they just goofy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, she's trying to learn basketball. Yeah, she's she is a she is a diehard hockey fan. Yeah, and she's trying to understand basketball. So at one point, she's talking about penalty shots instead of free throws. Well, yeah. Same thing, right? Kinda. And she, you know, and she doesn't like that there's not as much fighting in basketball, even though there should be. She, We went to the game yesterday, and she was absolutely blown away when... Oh, you guys went to the, yeah, the Nuggets yeah, game? Went. It was it was a fun game, even though they lost. I know this isn't a sports podcast. But, well, they uh, have been... <laughs> they, she was absolutely blown away that the coach could actually get a foul. Oh, like, yeah. Technical. She was yeah. just, like, beside herself. That happens... <laughs> With some regularity. Yeah, Malone's good for, you know, a technical a week or two. Usually at least one a week, yeah. He, anyway. he likes to argue a lot. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he likes to threaten people. He hates referees. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, oh, the episode yeah. is called uh, Milty Returns, I Want a Pool Noodle. Yeah. And hmm. the, the pool noodle is part of the basketball thing. <laughs> and her... She, she's Sorry. watching um, an old game. This is what, uh, from 96? Yeah, it was the 99. It was the last time the Nuggets were in the finals outside of the bubble. Right? And she's like, and they're handing out pool noodles to the crowd. You know, like the big clapper deals? <laughs> it's... And so the episode is called Melty Returns, because Melty's back, uh, and I want a pool noodle. 
we almost bought her a pool noodle when we were at the dollar store the other day. Oh, still nice. If the Nuggets get their, you know, three of their top four players back before the playoffs, they might have a chance of doing something. We'll see. That's a problem because it's basically been joke. And they have had no Porter. They've had no, you know, Murray. Uh, They haven't had their sixth man for the last two months. You can tell tell Joker's tired. Well, he's probably going to win MVP. I mean, he's basically dragged this team to a winning record at this point. Oh, yeah. So... But, yes, I'm going to have to catch that, though, because that sounds entertaining to me. Did she have anything to say about the, the national championship game? Uh, we didn't We didn't talk about that because we actually recorded the episode about a week and a half before the national championship uh, game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would love to hear if she watches that. About I'd love to hear her next, take. Yeah, that, that may still happen on the next show. That I'd say let her – let her see what happened in that game. Fill in yeah. some background information on UNC is one of the most dominant big men in the nation. They out-rebounded Kansas by 30, I think, <laughs> and lost. Which is basically impossible. So, it's pretty impressive how that game ended up. <laughs> All I know is that... Uh... Mama Sue is very happy because uh, KU is a uh, great bigs team yep. of choice. And I, so because grandpa was cheering for them, so was mom. I and actually I, picked them to win. I, I they, were, they, were my, they were my winning team over UNC. I actually yeah. picked that. No, uh, I had them in the final four, but I can't remember. I think I had Arizona winning, so I was screwed. Oh, see, the problem is I got my ass kicked in the early rounds, so I wouldn't have. My bra- my bracket got destroyed early, but I did have Kansas over UNC in the final. And so my I'm... my Facebook timeline was full of people, and I know that none of these people actually went to KU because mm-hmm. Kansas is in Lawrence, Kansas. Yep. But they were all talking about the the uh, president of the NCAA who goes out and presents the trophy. The Kansas City Jayhawks. Says, you know, we've got all of the fans here. And this trophy is for you, the Kansas City Jayhawks. Yeah, I loved that oh, so very fucker. much. Kansas <laughs> isn't even in he, Missouri, and Kansas City's not even in Kansas. Like, how did you screw this There is a Kansas City, Kansas. Like, but, I've done this before. It is so Kansas City is like, here's the camera, this big. And KCK is like that much bigger. Oh, it's, it's the smallest <laughs> part. But there is a KCK. Right. Kansas City Jayhawks. What a jackass. I will say this, though. He, that may have may have been slightly intentional. Most people, I don't know how many people actually know this. Sorry, we're getting into sports talk here, but yeah, it is actually kind of relevant. He despises Bill Self, who is the coach of KU. Right. KU is currently being investigated for improper uh, paying players, essentially, prior to that rule going into effect last year. Right. Um, They've been under investigation since 2019. And no one, they haven't found anything that they can directly slam them for. This guy hates Kansas. So the fact that he had to hand them the championship trophy while they're currently under investigation by him 
probably pisses him off a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm sure he, that, that may have been on purpose, to be honest, because he hates that fucking team. <laughs> it's not the player's fault. No, it's the coach's fault, but he's still their coach. So I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, give the players the credit that they deserve. And you want to talk about corruption. This is going down another rabbit hole, but you want to talk about corruption. Uh, the NCAA is probably the most corrupt organization on the planet. They make billions of dollars off of this tournament every year. And they make billions don't off give of the players a fucking dime of it. <laughs> Yeah, they're now able to accept financial contracts starting right. this year. Yeah, but, but the, the NCAA contracts aren't from the organizations themselves. Nope. They're nope. they're all from sponsors, private sponsors. They cannot yep. accept anything from the university still. But yeah, college sports is uh, especially basketball and football, billions of dollars, billions and billions and billions of dollars, and a lot of it goes to the NCAA. The guy who created the NCAA hates the NCAA at this point because he because of how corrupt they've become and how uh, how much of a dictatorship it's basically become that they can do whatever they want to players, coaches, teams without any observation or anything like that. Right. Can, the NCAA may be one of the most corrupt agencies of any type ever. Yeah. Yeah, they are they are brutal to people. Um, we had a guy that played for CU, and he was also a world-class skier. Jeremy Bloom. He was not allowed to participate in the Olympics if he was still on the roster for CU. He was a yep. receiver. Yep. Now this, was, being, keep he, in mind. He was much more famous as a kick returner, but, yeah, he was a receiver as well. Well, yeah, but that's what he was technically on the roster as a receiver. But they – he had to leave the team and then sue the NCAA to return after he competed in the Olympics because he was getting sponsor money to participate in the Olympics. Yep. Yeah. They're a trash organization, and they deserve to burn as quickly as possible. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right, let's talk about what? another dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, and that would be... Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore. Uh, technically, it does not come out until next week. Yeah. However, it is already getting some of the worst possible reviews. Oh, yeah. The early reviews are just awful on this yeah. movie. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite direct quotes is, there is nothing fantastic about this movie. The story is dull. The characters are duller. And it is visually unimaginative. There are no actual secrets of which to speak of. Which makes sense, because anybody who's read the books and watched the first eight movies, what possible secret could they reveal about Dumbledore that we don't know? Unless it's he's Jack the Ripper, no one's going to be surprised. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, oh, no, no. No. I was gonna say uh, we we do have a viewer ah. who says that they can't wait to see it, mm-hmm. and that's lovely. Um, I will probably watch it when it hits HBO Max. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, but I 
just because I saw the first two and I kind of want to see what happens with the one dude who apparently has magic powers now, finally. Yeah. So, but there isn't any secrets that you can reveal about Dumbledore at this point. Maybe he's a transformer. That'd be awesome if that was the case. Yeah. Well, and and see, the thing is, like... Maybe he's Batman. Maybe he's... (laughs) Maybe he's the original Power Ranger. He's the Green Ranger that turned into the White Ranger. Yeah. And that's why there was originally a green candle. Um, (laughs) That's why the green candle burned down lower than any of the other colors. And he had to go from green to white. Because all of the other colors, they were fine. It's just green got fucked. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something and then I went off. Tonight's show. Maybe it's Tangents. Hmm. You know, it could be Grogu. <laughs> Isn't this the future, though? Isn't that our future, or is that our past? That's the past. Star Wars okay. is, yeah, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts should have been a one-and-done movie. The second one doesn't make sense as a Fantastic Beasts movie. Oh, because it's not. Mostly. Right, but but it's still being <laughs> part of the Fantastic Beasts, you know, same characters, whatever. But it should have been a one and done because the first movie was really good. Like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. You really get to, like, understand Newt Scamander and... You know, the fact that he's referenced in the original seven books, um, you know, as writing the book Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. You know, like if they had wanted to go into more detail about uh, that whole thing, like they could have talked about how he collected all of these animals and, you know, how he got removed from the Ministry of Magic and... You know, how he ended up having a relationship with Dumbledore, who is a professor and not the headmaster at this point. And there's a lot they could have told on Newt's story. But instead, they're like, hey, everybody likes this schmuck. Um, Let's make a trilogy because J.K. Rowling needs more money. And and that's the biggest thing. You're 100% right. If they would have kept it to this storyline of... Newt Scamander and him writing the Fantastical Beasts textbooks and all that. And you, you could have told an interesting story here and just have him explore different areas and blah, blah, blah. But instead, this became, oh, well, he's interesting and all. But you know what's really interesting? Uh, Grindelwald and Dumbledore's relationship. It's like, no, it's not. We we kind of know what happened. We We were told what happened. In the final book. In the books, like they they pretty much lay out what his history uh, and their history together. So it it would have been a lot more interesting, like you said, if they would have just stuck with the Fantastic Beast and create a storyline there, and they they could have done that, and it would have probably been a lot more entertaining, and put probably would have pissed a lot less a lot less people off, to be honest. The story I'd like to see told from the Harry Potter universe is that of the founders 
you know, Rowena, yeah. Ravenclaw, Helga Hufflepuff, Salazar, Slytherin, and Godric Gryffindor. The, that is a story I want to see told. Yeah, which we got that bits and pieces. Something we already know everything. Yeah, and we got we got bits and pieces of their backstories during the last couple books. But you could go really in depth on like how they started the school and how they got to how they met each other, how all of that happened. Why you know what exactly had what happened to Rowena leaving and Slither and uh, Salazar leaving and why that happened. Absolutely, you know, um, I really like the fan theory about uh, the the four founders being part uh, being the. Um, Oh, what's the last name? The Percival uh, children from Narnia. <laughs> That's kind of cool, yeah. Right. Um, Edmund being Salazar Slytherin. They never went back through the door. Well, no, they went back. Or they through went through the a door. different door. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's still, you know, in England. Mm. That's kind of cool. Right, and so like I like that fan theory. I don't know like, if you'd be able to. It's like Peter is Godric Gryffindor, you know. Susan is Rowena. That's kind of a fun. And then, and what's the youngest's name? Oh, I can't remember. Anyways, and then the young, the baby sister is the Hufflepuff. Might be kind of difficult to talk C.S. Lewis into doing that, though. Oh no! Like, there's no <laughs> way. <laughs> Being is how like. Uh, all of the Chronicles of Narnia are uh, semi-religious texts. Well, and just, you know, I think, isn't C.S. Lewis dead? That's I'm what pretty I was sure. Checking. I was just going to say, like... Yeah, he's been dead for, like, 50 years. I was yeah. going, <laughs> I, I was 1963. Going, so. I was implying his estate. Yeah. <laughs> The C.S. Lewis estate, not him as a person. <laughs> well, I didn't know, so I had to look it up. <laughs> yeah, I, agree. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure he's been dead for a while. Those are some old books, they're older than people think they are, and yet they're still constantly referenced. And new versions of the films are made every couple decades. Yeah, well, those most recent versions were, you know, I'd rather I, read the books again. I like I the books. Liked- I liked the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Yeah. Like it wasn't terrible, but what about Prince Don Cass- Treader? No. Because <laughs> that's the one I'm talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. Again, that could have been a one and done. Yeah. But they screwed up so bad that they, you know could have, they could have told the whole story and just made it better. <laughs> it's a really good series. I mean, yes, obviously you have the Christianity, you know references basically throughout the entire thing but I mean you know take it in the context of it's all mythology anyway so why not just enjoy the story if you read the bible as a mythology it's a pretty interesting story there's some super creepy stuff that happens there's some awful awful things that happen (laughs) in the old testament god is kind of a dick (laughs) (laughs) that is getting a hashtag hashtag god is a dick he 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 made some some very devastating decisions for the people of Earth. Oh, dude, a couple right, points. right away too. Like, hey Abraham, you want to go kill your son to prove your love to me? <laughs> I was talking about him, you know, flooding the world. You know, 
Yeah, like, well, <laughs> there's just so much. Like, so much in that mythology. That God Turning Lot's wife into a pillar of salt. That was technically not God. Technically, that was an angel. But <laughs> it was on the orders of God, but right. technically. <laughs> the fire, fiery pillars of salt coming from the heavens, oh. yes. Oh, motherfucker, what? You want to eat an apple? <laughs> you, you are now what? doomed for eternity. You're going to have kids now because you just ate that apple, bitch. That <laughs> horror is thoughts, why I have yeah. to be on so much birth control, <laughs> even though I'm sick. She, she can't okay. have an unpainful birth because she ate a fucking apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, your entire species is fucked because also, of that apple. Just you know. There is some... Um, you know, Bible historians uh, who say it's a fig. Yeah, that it wasn't an apple; it was a fig tree. Which, mm-hmm. would, either way, that's even worse. Which would make more sense given where the story takes place. But exactly, right. doesn't make it any better. It's also why Jesus' <laughs> birthday probably wouldn't be in December; it'd be in like July. But you hey, know, whatever. We're not talking about the pagan crossover. <laughs> Hashtag pagan crossover. (laughs) And by the way, uh, Jesus is not a zombie. He is not a ghost. He's a lich. Technically, yes. He's closer to a vampire. But we'll get into that next week because that's when... (laughs) Tweak on Heresy 101. There's the movie we need. Jesus Vampire Hunter. We already got Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Let's get Jesus Vampire Hunter. God, that movie was so good. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I would watch Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Yeah. I would. I I want to write Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Let's see, see if I can get away with it. See if I... <laughs> awful ideas for movies. We were flipping through Prime the other day, Jesus and Christ they had Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. Oh no, it's going to be totally I'm done in the cross. What? It's going to follow. The the music of uh what was that Joseph and the Joseph. <laughs> yeah I'm gonna use I'm gonna reuse that music to write the music for Jesus go, go, Christ go, Vampire go. Hunter. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Andrew Lloyd Webber won't mind too much. <laughs> you know what? I wasn't gonna ask. To be honest, was, was co-written with Jack Black. Right, well, I think he's more of a badass than people give him credit for. Like too much. He's like 155 years old these days. That's true, and he's a knight. Yeah, sir. Oh, he'd be cool with it then. If I tell him that, I said we're gonna tell this story, and it's gonna be Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter, and it's gonna take place in the uh, 1800s. He'll probably even write you like original music. Yeah. And it's going to be 1800s in New Mexico. <laughs> uh, excuse me, upstate New York. <laughs> that way Jesus can be there and, you know, with the golden plates and everything. Why am I oh, saying That's what we'll do. We'll have, him, we'll have him put the plates out and we'll have him kill Jack the Ripper. And... <laughs> Fantastic. I'm loving this movie plot. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Didn't you and your brother try to write a movie about curling? We, yes, uh, yeah, we tried to write a movie about curling. We also um, are working on a comic book uh, for my sister. It's called Ginger, the Soulless Soul Saver, <laughs> where she is so depressed about the fact that she is a ginger and has no soul 
that she goes around and saves other people's souls. That sounds like it's, God power it's like too. Like the blade thing, you know, like he's a vampire that kills vampires. Yeah. This is like the reverse, like you know, it's got that whole like Constantine feel to it. I think we might have some crossover appeal here. Yeah, vampire <laughs> Jesus Christ, vampire hunter meets Ginger, the soulless soul saver. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're hunting the same people. (laughs) Hold on to your butts. (laughs) We got a whole movie series going now. Yeah, we got we got some here. (laughs) J.K. Rowling could suck it. (laughs) Fuck your stupid wizards. I have Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's the thing. I mean, we've got to go as, as like blasphemous as possible on this, I mean, right? like, I mean, really? Might as well. I'm going to call Kevin Smith and see if he wants to bring this into the Dogma universe. Jesus used to be Jesse. Just short for Jessica. Yeah. There you go. I think it's fantastic. I they just got the translation wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are... are Fucking brilliant. This is gold. <laughs> hey, Mama, just uh, remember that you love all of us. That, that puts a brand new twist on the Mary Magdalene story, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the real reason Jesus wouldn't fuck her <laughs> is because he didn't have a ding-a-ling. Yeah, there's, a lot of, um, there's a lot of those uh, Gnostic Gospels that actually tell the story of Jesus as a father. With yes. mm-hmm. Yeah, they tell some interesting stories. The whole like, the Vinci Code yeah. um, thing, you the, know, in the, the you know, Descendants of Christ. The Gnostic Gospels are fantastic reading. Man, those are really good. Isn't that, uh, what is it, the, the Gospel of Timothy? Isn't that one of them that when he killed the kid? Yep. There's a, there's they a, say that Mary has her own Gospel. Yep, there's, a, there's, there's a book of Mary. <laughs> there's actually a book of Mary Magdalene, too. Yes. There's a book of uh, Judas Iscariot. Yes. There's, there's a ton of them. They're great. Creepy bone. <laughs> Bad face dog. <laughs> okay. We we have tangented the fuck out of out of tonight's show. Well, where where are we at? I don't even remember at this point. We were talking about Fantastic Beasts, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, but let's just go ahead. <laughs> and and we, we will tie a big motherfucking bow on tonight's episode uh, with the announcement of Picard season three uh, casting. And uh, they have said that we're going to be getting uh, Michael Dorn, LeVar Burton, Jonathan Frakes, Gates McFadden, Marina Sirtis, and Brent Spiner all next season. You know whose name is noticeably left off of that list and makes me very sad? I know, baby. Cole Meany. Cole Meany. Once again, my boy O'Brien gets shit on. <laughs> Always the guest star, never the star. So sad. I'll bet they actually bring in uh, um, what's her name, too? Keiko? Keiko. Keiko O'Brien. <laughs> we should bring Keiko back. She was awesome. What was her husband's name? She He was all right, too. <laughs> oh, man. That's interesting. Well, I guess, I mean, if you're going to wrap this show up, you might as well wrap it up by getting everyone a little payday on the back end, right? Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, there is an article that was released, was it last week, week before last, mm -hmm. um, explaining why in Next Gen, young Whoopi, uh, young Guinan is played by Whoopi, but in the Picard universe, uh, young Guinan is played by some other bitch. It's because Whoopi got old, but well, I mean, they actually they explain, explain the it. The producers came out and explained it. Oh. They're like, so it's not just that Whoopi is old. It's that. It's because of the alternate universe theory. The oh. alternate timeline theory. And in the alternate universe, she has a different face. Yeah, but how does she have a different age? Well, in the alternate, uh, in, in the other Whoopi or the other Guinan is in the nineties. Okay, so that it's a time travel little thing going on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Guinan in present day Picard or their present day, yes, um, is actually played by Whoopi. And then, then there's one that's from thirty years ago that is uh, the other chick. Yeah. Whose name I can't remember. But Ito, I think. Something like that. Yeah, so. No, I that's kind of cool. I guess that's a good way to explain it. Is that she is an alternate universe version time traveler kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, this was brought to my attention the other day, and this was on the internet. Um, this number that you call uh, listen to this. Hello, you have reached the Q Continuum. We are unable to get to the phone right now because we are busy living in a plane of existence your feeble mortal minds cannot possibly comprehend. Furthermore, it's pointless to leave a message because we, of course, already knew that you would call and we simply do not care. Have a nice day. Okay. <laughs> that's super random but all right it's a number that's going around the internet right now it's pretty pretty awesome little message you mm -hmm. is in this season of picard and that's why they have to time travel and fix q's fuck-ups yeah and apparently q is like uh sick too he's 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 not doing great <laughs> He, he rambles a lot, and he's not mentally all there. He never has mentally been all there. Oh, no, but he's completely crazy now. Oh, I know. Yeah. I've, I've watched as much of it as you have. Yeah. That makes it more entertaining. A bit. So, all right. Uh, any last-minute thoughts before we say adieu? Um, last thing, I think, would be the uh, Ghostbusters series. They're doing a series follow-up to Afterlife. Um, it will still be Jason Reitman, thank God. And it will star... Uh, looks like most of the people from the cast from Afterlife, if not all of them. Plus introducing uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ghostbusters and Rocky. Ah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. So... Cool. We'll see if it's real or not. Um, I'm hoping it is. Well, this has been we. There's been kind of the thing floating around that there was going to be a new series, 
So well, I guess yeah, it makes it sense. The, the, the Dwayne Johnson aspect. Um, oh yeah, that that, that would see. be interesting, but he does everything now, so. Yeah, that is so also true. Him and Ryan Reynolds rule all things. Yeah. And apparently, uh, uh, shoot, now I'm not going to think of his name. Uh, the guy who plays all the voices on everything now. Alan Tudyk. No, he's Mario Andy Sonic. The guy that's the new Mario in the new Mario movie coming. Isn't that supposed to be Chris Pratt? Yeah. Is he yeah. is he making something else I don't know about? He's just in everything. So oh yeah, a, well, yeah, he is. He's in a lot of it too. Yeah. Yeah. There was a running joke on April Fools that he was playing. He was voicing. Uh, the new Jojo, he, there was a running joke that he was, like, anything that you could think of, the internet was taking it and running with it. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to say the guy who voices everything is Alan Tudyk. The man went to Juilliard and gets paid a bajillion dollars to make chicken noises. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. You know who should voice everything? Keith David. Yeah. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> Keith David. <laughs> if, if there if there if there was an opportunity to have a voiceover in my life, I would choose Keith David as my somewhere, somewhere Keith David just woke up and went, huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would I would love that. A lot of people choose Morgan Freeman. No, I want Keith David. Yeah, absolutely. Someone He's the more gangster version of Morgan Freeman. Well, I- <laughs> Uh, I, I would not pick Morgan Freeman because I feel like there needs to be more swearing in my uh, voiceover. Exactly, Keith David. I, I always thought of, uh, um, gosh, no, I'm not going to think of his name. My brain is just not in a good. Uh, Henry Rollins would always be a good one for a voiceover. Oh, that'd be so interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a not little... ready to swear. Yeah, that'd be that'd be kind of cool. That's an interesting outside of the box one right there, Henry Rollins. Goes <laughs> <laughs> from super hyper to creepy psycho very quickly, right? <laughs> All right, and I, I'm pretty sure that uh, super hyper hypo super hyper to uh, creepy stalker is pretty much wraps up this show in one sentence (laughs) so thank you for joining us uh find nerds that know on uh basically any social media platform other than tiktok as nerds that know we are on facebook instagram uh twitter twitch and youtube uh follow Knox nostalgia collectibles um also on the book of faces uh, my brother is an idiot on uh, what is that Twitch, Twitter, and other things, um, or look on Facebook for my uh, that are no, it your guys are goon squad on everything. It's uh, at the idiot goons. Whatever he has a podcast too, and it can be amusing, but they talk a lot of sports. <laughs> also, don't forget to check out El Pikachu. Yes, uh, on on the Twitter. He's the El Pikachu on the Twitter. Uh, this would Fantastic. be 
uh, the super creepy uh, crocheted stuffy that Goldagoon got several months ago from some of his employees. He now goes on adventures and takes pictures. When it wasn't what was the the stick figure ca- or no flat Stanley? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind basically like the same thing. It's it's flat Stanley, but El Pikachu. So it's kind of creepy. <laughs> creepy, a little bit devilly, you know. <laughs> awesome. you know there, there are definitely like some pictures where it's just like Pikachu's ears, and you can like see him creeping on like some chicks in the background. Yeah. <laughs> He but takes, he, he takes a great selfie. He takes an awesome selfie. That's fantastic. So find us on all of the various platforms. Like, follow, and share. And we'll see you again next week. Gene Mingo. Bruh. <laughs>